0: Hello and welcome to Minter Dialogue, episode number 217. Today is Sunday the 23rd of October 2016. And this interview is with Céline Lazorte, founder and CEO of LICHI, a leading online money pot platform which was hatched in 2009 in Paris. Aside from winning many awards, LICHI is a great example of a startup that has grown with strong fundamentals. In this conversation with Céline, we discuss the founder's journey and her vision for Litchi, as well as about her second startup, MangoPay, a white-label payment solution that is gaining real traction. Welcome to the Minter Dialogue podcast, where we discuss brand marketing with a focus on all things digital. I am Minter Dial, your host and author of The Mindset, that's M-Y-N-D-S-E-T dot com, where branding gets personal. You'll find the show notes on the blog for the upcoming interview. Let's cut to the quick. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Minter Dialogue. Today I have a special guest in this wonderful place, which is we work in uh, up in Paddington, London. And uh, so, Céline Lesortes, I had the, I've, of course, I've known about her before, and I had the great chance to uh, listen to her speak and engage with an enormous audience of uh, women at Carrefour. So, Céline, you are a, uh, an entrepreneur, a well-known entrepreneur, running a really interesting startup. I suppose it's still called a startup. Lychee. So tell us, uh, and Mango Pay. so tell us about who you are, what you do, and as I always like to ask my guests here, what is your mindset?
1: Uh, hi, um, well, my name is Celine, as you said. Um, I like to describe myself as a serial fintech entrepreneur by accident, so I'll explain why. Um, I'm running two business, Lichi.com group payment application, so you can barely collect any type of uh, um, money online from uh, your friends, your colleague, for example, for a group birthday gift, for a party, for a charity and organization. So platform, you can collect money online. It's been seven years I'm running the wow. business.
0: So does is that, is that still qualify as a startup?
1: Uh, yeah, I love the word startup. It's a mindset, as you said. Um, it's a huge company. We have six million active users uh, collecting thousands and thousands of um, money pots opening money pots every day so growing very fast um, we have activities in 150 countries and we dedicate our attention to europe um, mainly germany france uk and spain and we announced yesterday uh, the launch the official launch of lychee in the uk uh, before that we didn't have any um Operations here, and now we have a country manager. We are uh, planning to build great partnerships, uh, investing on the market. The funny fact, as uh, I said to you, is that uh, we launched yesterday, but we already have two hundred thousand clients in the UK market. Yeah, so, in
0: the end of the day, I mean, the fact that it's international, Litchi L E E T C H I dot com, anyone anywhere in the world can can use it.
1: Clearly, clearly, but uh, it was amazing to see that at some point uh, the website was only in Europe before this summer, and uh, people were using it even if it was in euro. So, and I was always surprised because I was sometimes sending them an email like, "Hey, I am the CEO of the company. I've seen you're doing a money pot in Euro. You are living in in Britain." And why are you using the product? Because uh, you have to pay the fees for the conversation fees from GBP to euros, So it isn't, I mean, it isn't the perfect user experience you are looking for when you are using a website online. And we're always telling you, well, it's true, we have to pay the fees, but we really love the product and uh, we really need it to collect money from your friends, for our friends. So we didn't have any other solution. So no big deal to pay the fees. So I believe if... Um, people are using a not perfect product. Uh, then tons of people are going to use a perfect product. So that's also the reason why we wanted to accelerate and invest in the UK market because we saw that it was growing, even if we didn't had a good experience, user experience or perfect user experience, and no investment. So
0: right, well, we'll get back to that in a moment. I'm sure. So uh, tell us also about MangoPay, and we're going to get to your mindset after that. Hmm.
1: Mm. Sure. So, MongoPay is my second venture. Um, the purpose of MongoPay is very easy. It's a B2B company, so it's dedicated to marketplaces, crowdfunding platform, and collaborative consumption platforms. And what we offer them is a payment API in white label dedicated to them to their needs so uh, basically what we do is that we collect the payments we escrow the money and we pay out to for example the seller if it's a marketplace or to the project owner if it's a crowdfunding platform so we started three years ago in may 2013 we have more than 1,500 platforms using manga in europe um, in the uk um, we have companies such as DeepOp. Vinted, Syndicate Room, Crowd2Fund, Bank to the Future, um, LiftShare, who are using MongoPay to collect their payment, escrow the money, and uh, automated the payouts, for example.
0: All right, so why did you get into that business? What's the link with Lychee?
1: Well, in fact, uh, I started Lichy, and um, I was looking for a payment solution uh, to collect money on behalf of my users because it's what Lichi is doing. It's collecting money on behalf of the user to, uh, while the money pot is uh, being collected, then give back the cash to the owner of the money pot and taking our commission. And there wasn't any payment solution who was able to answer our needs because it was really specific. And by accident, we created in fact two companies in one um, and we had our bank license. We built the technology took like months and months of work. We built um, really smart algorithm that helps us prevent fraud, anticipate understand our, the uh, behavior of our com- um, of our customers and I was always asked a couple of years ago but by crowdfunding platforms, how did you make it? How did you uh, fight against fraud? How did you get the bank license? Uh, what type of technology, etc. So then, after a couple of months, I realized maybe there was two company in one, mm-hmm. and it was a bit um, a new business we could open. So we spin off uh, MongoPay from and we in certain sort cut into the the, the company or the product uh, because the uh, the the how can I say for me the the value of Leech is about the user experience about the marketing about the way you help people collect the money how it can be done very quickly um, offer the maximum tools needed to spread the word about your money pot but the business isn't about payments about banking it's a really different business it's MongoPay business and that's the reason why we split it in two split it the team Uh, so I'm running two companies one B2C and one B2B. Both help each other very well because Lychee is growing very fast so it helps uh, MongoPay team at the very beginning to understand the need of a customer such as Lichi that is growing fast, international, loss of transaction, and uh, on the other hand, MongoPay is an awesome solution so it's also very helpful for Lychee, mm-hmm. uh, enables to pay a lot of different currencies, a lot of different local means of payments, etc.
0: So, with these two companies, Céline, uh, what, what is the mix of business between them for you? I mean, you say you're two companies. One's growing very fast. I, I imagine Mangopay is also growing very fast. Oh,
1: yeah, even faster because Mangopay, um, for example, multiplied by 2.5 between uh, 2015 and 2016. So growing quite fast uh, to give you a rough uh, vision about the numbers. Um, and the volume we are going to do in 2016 almost handed is 400 million euros uh, we did 200 million euros last year and we aim to do almost a billion next year so yeah it, it's it's growing well
0: so what is an alright let's talk about the money pot just a little bit first um, <laughs> the, the money what is an average We in French we use the word kenyot mm-hmm. but the money pot is not such a common term we use in English anyway But what is the average money pot that Lychee is doing? And is it changed by country, that?
1: So the the average money pot is €400. So basically, it's the the good, beautiful gift you want to do for a good birthday gift. And you collect... um, from 15 of your friends hundred euros so each of them are going to pay 25 euros, 30 euros or 20 20 pounds 25 pounds Um, so it's quite a lot of money and you can have a beautiful gift, the chance we have that we have partnership with more than 100 e-commerce websites for example in the UK we have a partnership with Amazon so you can uh, for free um, collect the money from your friends um, create the money pot and spend it online into Amazon all free Um, but if you want to collect money for example for um an organization or for a charity and you want to pay back uh, by a withdrawal and we are the cheapest one on the market we are the cheapest product on the market and i think these two values really help us grow fast Uh, but to to answer your first question the average uh, money pot is 400 euros the amount of the transaction can slightly for one person can slightly change from a country to another. could be a little bit less in Spain. You also have operations in Spain could be higher in the in Germany, so it really fits the market each market behavior and the way people come, um, consume and use product online and pay.
0: So the money that you, you are storing on Mango Pay, presumably, are you also using that as banks do to trade and, and make interest while it's st- sitting in the bank? So I'm sure it's not fallow.
1: And no, because uh, um, we have an e-money issuer license. It's our bank license. And uh, um, the purpose of e-money is to segregate uh, the money. Uh, so we collect money on different accounts, Uh, We work with Barclays in the UK, we work with Crédit Mutuel in France, we work with Commerzbank in Germany and etc. We have more than 10 banks partners we are working with, Uh, but it's absolutely segregated and there is no use of the cash, nothing. It's really transparent, it's the game of the e-money, the license, um, and the aim we want, the way we want to behave in front of our, our customers. We take care of your money, but we don't play use your money. It's really segregated. And I mean, it's something very important because when you use MongoPay as a platform, you want to have 100% trust on how everything is going to be under, how the transaction is going to be managed, etc. Just
0: like a bank. I mean, when you exactly. put your money in a bank...
1: Exactly like that. So
0: banks sometimes don't necessarily think that way.
1: No, but, um, you know, banks, from my vision, they should split from uh, uh, hand customers' um, services and corporate services. They shouldn't do both at the same time. But this is what (laughs) I think it should be the way. Uh, But, like, for example, we have a a company working with us in Germany. We're using MongoPay, Chrono24. It's a, a watch marketplaces, they do a billion a year. Um, and uh, yeah, the trust was really important for us to use MongoPay and to provide their money and change the way people pay. It's a massive marketplace, but they knew that we could uh, provide better solution, um, easier way to pay, uh, quickest way to pay out. We also pay out instantly for the sellers. So it, it really had a lot of cool features, less friction for the end users and more
0: trust. So you're on these two businesses which are on the face of it linked yet different because one's B2B, one's B2C. How much in in this fintech world is data important to you and how do you play that game? Because I I have to imagine that you've got very different types of data and and where's the value for you, the money pot for you? (laughs)
1: So, we don't sell the data, if it's your, your question. No,
0: no, no, actually, just I was thinking about uh, how you use it. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I want to make this clear because uh, we, we could, uh, but it would be a different business model. Um, but we decided that the value for us is uh, to offer an easy, and it's both the same vision for Litchi and MongoPay, easy to use product. Where you pay for it as a customer. Mm. So we can't at the same time sell your data. Mm. But we have lots of interesting um, knowledge from the dat- data. Uh, for example, we can see the trends of crowdfunding in Europe, we can see the trends of collaborative construction in Europe, of the way marketplaces develop themselves. Like something very amazing with MongoPay is that once we have a customer, for example, in I'd say, a second-hand industry, um, like uh, companies such as Vinted or Vestiaire Collective or Depop or Wallapop. Once we have one in a market, then we have all their competitors in Europe. So we had first Vinted as a customer. This is a Lithuanian company, but have operations in the UK and France etc. Then uh, DeepUp uh, joined us because they wanted to use the technology. Then their Spanish competitors, Wallapop, decided to use MongoPay and etc. So this is really amazing because we can see uh, that second-hand uh, dresses or whatever uh, application where you can buy and sell these second-hand clothes uh, are really raising and we can see how much they are evolving on each different market in France, in Spain, as I said, in Lithuania, in Europe, uk in germany and the funny part for me is that um, i always believe at a certain point in crowdfunding or collaborative consumptions, there could be some uh, consolidation in the market mm-hmm. and the good thing about using MongoPay is that it would be easier for them to consolidate because right. we have decentralized right. right. the account.
0: data yeah so i mean theoretically if i'm Carrying or gucci or whatever you might have a lot of data that would be valuable for me. How do you use or how do you plan to explore, not to exploit? How do you plan to explore that data for your benefit?
1: So far, we don't plan anything. Um, we, The only thing we, we do is that uh, we work with uh, organizations like... Uh, um, crowdfunding uh, organization in the UK or uh, WeShare that is a collaborative sharing economy organization and uh, uh, we could provide uh, uh, massive datas but not split it by activities or by customers but just to see the trends and understand the trends uh, but we don't sell the data and we don't I mean it's our role to be absolutely uh, transparent and also to keep the secret safe.
0: Mm-hmm. So I want to just uh, say Lychee is obviously available in the United States. Are you in dollars? Uh, what's the business in the United States? And then the, the, the follow-up question is, what is the difference between a platform like Kickstarter and Lychee?
1: So we aren't available in the United States. You're not available at all? No, no, no. no. Uh, uh, So far, only Europe and uh, euro and GBP. Uh, We plan to roll out uh, US dollar, Canadian dollars, uh, Zloty, France Suisse. Mm -hmm. Um, What else? Um, uh, Scandinavian currencies, crown. crown, Exactly. In the next weeks. Um, but we don't want for now to invest in terms of operations. So if
0: I'm an American and I and I and I, and I wish to do it in euros, <laughs> I could use it theoretically. It's oh, just there is, there not in dollars. Yeah. There,
1: there is people doing it, and in the next coming weeks, I'm sure they will do it in US dollar. Uh, but we don't invest in these uh, markets, um, But we'll see how it grows by themselves. As I just uh, said at the beginning of. The podcast uh, UK was growing itself without right. us in doing Euros. anything yeah. in Euro, uh, two hundred thousand users. Mm-hmm. Who has two hundred thousand users without doing anything and without having even a dedicated product? So that's a good way. I mean, to start, just see how it goes by itself. Is there, I
0: have a sneaky suspicion, just because I live here, is that I have suspect that there are a bunch of French people who live in South Kensington, probably who might have been some of your early users and bring exactly. that in. And I suspect yeah. that if you go to New York, Scarsdale, yeah. there are of French people. Surely, that are-
1: surely. Um, but, um, yeah, I absolutely agree with you. But I, I also really believe, as an entrepreneur, when you launch a product, your first, I don't know if it's 10K or 100K users, you, don't, you, you shouldn't pay to get them. They should come because they, they love the product, because they are early adopters, as you said, because... It, it, they should come because of the product, not because you've acquired them through Facebook ads or whatever. It, it makes your product way more stronger. And authentic. You know. and, yeah, and, and then they spread the word, and that is also the amazing part with Lychee, is that each time you open a money pot on Lychee, you invite 15 of your friends, they discover Lychee, use it with new friends, and etc. So, mm-hmm. so it's really growing uh, massively by the community.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, so um, what about the difference between Kickstarter theoretically, wherever you are in the world, and Lychee?
1: It's a little bit of a mindset difference, I would say. Um, We are uh, what we could call a personal crowdfunding platform. Um, The aim of Lychee is really to provide a platform where you can collect money online for any kind of purpose. So it doesn't have to be creative, it doesn't have to be entrepreneurial, it doesn't have to be... It's really a matter where, I don't know, like you went uh, yesterday for dinner with 10 of your friends, you paid because it was easier, and you just want to take back your 15 euros. You can't do this on Kickstarter. So it's more a personal tool to crowdfund. Um, It can be, as I said, for group birthday gift, for this yesterday dinner. It could be for uh, helping a friend. So it's really a different type of mindset. So, for example, there is no goal on Litchi, Uh, if you collect 10 euros then you can cash out 10 euros if you collect 100 euros there also uh, happens massive collect hundreds of thousand euros uh, million euros but the mindset is really different Um, and I really believe Kickstarter is an amazing project um, for a creative project for entrepreneurial project like myself I've bought many products on Kickstarters Uh, but for example you don't buy product on Litchi it's it's really donation.
0: Yeah, great. All right. So now, Celine, tell us about your marketing, because obviously it's growing really fast. You have quite strong ambitions. So how do you plan to reach those type of billion dollar numbers?
1: Well, I, as I said, for me, the marketing is in the product. It's in on, about the user experience. It's about how um, easy you make the life of your customers once you have achieved this goal uh, then you can market your product and you can spread it to the world Uh, what we are doing uh, in France in Germany and in Spain and what we are about to do in the UK is that so once we have launched and we see that uh, people are using frequently uh, Litchi uh, and become uh, heavily users then we start doing marketing we can do different type of partnerships so we offer an affiliate program so for example if you have a blog, I don't know, around wedding list or, or around wedding and you want to make a partnership with Litchi, you can do it online in two clicks uh, and uh, it's a good way to market ourselves in a, a good uh, way of doing it because we brought each other a lot of things of course, we also do massive marketing uh, campaign. We do um, a TV advertisements uh, because we want people to know about Litchi, understand the values, uh, how it can help you, how it can sometimes save your life. Um, so it's more about what is exactly the product and the company and what is our vision as a company. Uh, and then we use like all the classical marketing tools, SEO, of course, SCM, Facebook ads, Twitter, etc.
0: I want to start at the beginning because the TV obviously is really impressive. When you're trying to get to your ten thousand that you yeah. don't need to pay to get, yeah. how on earth do you get them? I mean, because just having a great product, it can be the best kept secret.
1: Well, you have to be um, very um, patient, and um, just it's about spreading the word so and what I've done in France what my team has done in Germany in Spain and about to do in the UK is just you do it one by one, clearly, so I started with all my friends at school. Uh, I told them, "Well, this is Lichi, Lao, oh, there is the birthday gift of one of our friends let 's open a money pool. Everyone paid on it and you know and then it goes by itself. But I did this in many types of different communities, my friend communities, startup uh, communities, um, so a lot of different types of early adopters. then they start to use the product themselves, so it takes a little bit of time to start but once it's done it's absolutely magic because then the product is used by virality and uh, people get to know it by word of mouth it is the best way to get to know about a product but clearly the first one so i have for example flyers i'm giving flyers to everyone so oh, we can make also uh, i'll send you a, an online flyers for you um uh, readers and uh, uh, lo- listeners, exactly. Um, we can offer uh, £10 for each people who start a new uh, campaign on litchi, a new money pot on litchi uh, with uh, a hashtag. So I'll give you uh, the sure. secret
2: sauce. Excellent.
0: That's beautiful. Well, So, um, yeah, obviously, Celine, you are, the, you are attached to this company. You're, you're a well-known person, <laughs> certainly, in France. At the same time, let's say you want to go into Korea. I don't know how good your Korean is, how many friends you are. So if you were to explore a new market where you're, you personally aren't known, how does one go about making that happen, a little bit like England?
1: Because um, we each time recruit a head of country that has... Um, good knowledge of the market uh, that is native Um, and uh, that brings us also his community and his ideas about marketing. So, for example, uh, Anastasia, our head of uh, Germany, um, she has been working before us for almost 10 years in marketing. So she knew very well uh, the the German people because she's German. She knew uh, how they behave, what type of money pot they will do and what type of money pot they wouldn't do because there is a lot of difference between France, UK, Spain, uh, Germany for example in Germany they don't do um, a party for uh, when you leave uh, work uh, they don't do parties it is very traditional in France to do a party and offer a gift Mm -hmm. so for example you can't market your product around hey you're doing a a good party in your company open a money pot no Mm -hmm. no no no. very bad idea so these kind of things Um, so yeah she brought her her community she brought her knowledge uh, and her ideas and it is the same we are doing here in the UK, Cassia, our head of uh, country, also brought our knowledge, our community, and we can see it starting very well. I mean, it's a good balance of having the experience from uh, the French market, from my experience, and um, mixing it with the local experience of each head of country.
0: All right. So you, you get established, you've got your, your base in there, <coughs> presumably you have a lot of social mixed in there to make it happen. When do you kick in with television? Because I mean that is, and how do you justify the television ad spend?
1: We wait uh, to have reached a certain point of size of the community. It can depend from a market to another, but we don't do it since day one. We wait to have first a good um, database of users. So then we had the TV advertisements because it helps a um, large community people uh, to get to know about the product, but we already have first users that can tell, yes, it's very good, I've tried it. So, so it's a mix between very industrial marketing and very artisanal marketing.
0: In order to afford to do television advertising, because I know it well, You obviously have some funds. I need you to tell us a little bit about how you have access to that. It must be in the funding and or the relationship with Crédit Mutuel.
1: Yeah, uh, TV advertisement costs. That's the reason why I wouldn't advise any entrepreneur to do it before they are sure they can afford for it. Uh, And to be sure that uh, their product and their approach is ready for it. Uh, for us, uh, we started our first campaign in France in 2013, so four years after launching the product, so quite a long time. But um, we had everything that was um, um, settled, I'd say, the right way. And once we did a TV advertisement, this is the amazing fact about uh, TV, is that um, the uh, cost of acquisition for a user uh, decreased Because the TV advertisement brought a lot of users, uh, all the uh, SEO, SEM, um, all the other um, marketing tools were well settled. So everything was really empowered because of the TV advertisement. So this is the right way to do it. You have to have everything, the user experience, the conversion, everything has to be fine. But when it's done, then if you had a massive tool like TV advertisement, this is just magic. And for example for campaign, a campaign, TV advertisement. We have always been profitable since we started the TV campaign. So it's just a matter of a cash flow. All
0: right. All right. So tell us about the relationship with Crédit Mutuel.
1: Yeah. Uh, a year ago, we've been acquired by Crédit Mutuel Arkea. It's a French bank, uh, very unknown in France. Um, I mean, it's an amazing journey with them because we've been working with them since day one. They were our first bank partner. Um, We had a very great relationship for five years. And last year they made an offer to us that was really for me uh, the good offer to scale the business. Um, I didn't want it at all to sell the company, but I wanted to find the right partner to scale. Uh, And it's what they offered to us. So they offered us independence. We are still shareholder of the companies, all the managers, uh, being very independent, access to cash and access to technology. So it's amazing.
0: Uh, it struck me that you, what you're doing w- with MangoPay is something that banks should have been doing before. Why didn't they oh, get into yeah. it before?
1: Oh, I really believe both Litch and MangoPay should have been created by bank. Uh, but unfortunately, bank industry hasn't been challenged for years because of uh, um, regulatory issues, because of monopoles, because of a lot of reasons. And if you don't have any competition, there can't be any innovation. Uh, so that's the reason why they might have, uh, you know, been stuck in their position, and they haven't seen that a massive trend was arriving with fintechs and a new way of using products there's something an anecdote i really love is that a couple of years ago we did a, um, a poll satisfaction poll to understand um, how Lichy users were happy with us and why were they using the product and the first question was why why do you love litchi and first answer was because it's not a bank so you can see how amazing the, the, the vision of a user is mm-hmm. they love it because it's not a bank so it's on they, they, ha, they have lost the trust in banks so banks have clearly they have lost the battle here um, and we can see that lots, lot lot of um, fintechs are about um, having the relationship with end users and banks are losing the relationship but mm-hmm. the, value, the value for me is here, it's in the relationship you build with your own users So yes, clearly Litchi and MongoPay should have been created by a bank. Litchi, for all the reasons I've explained, we have six million users, so it's a massive also uh, database of uh, clients. Um, and for MongoPay, it's technology that should have been brought by a bank, or should have been brought by PayPal, for example. But once you stay in your own room and you doesn't have a look to the uh, what's going on outside, then then you don't see the outsiders. And it's something I've learned after seven years being an entrepreneur: is that it's never win. It's never done, and uh, you have always to invent yourself and create again and disrupt yourself and innovate. Like, let me give you another example. Litchi will be 7 years old by the end of the year, and the web is 21 years old. So Litchi has, li- has lived 30% of the web life, so it's, it's massive in terms of you see. Uh, if you step back and you see the, the, the size of the industry and, and the lifetime of the industry, we have lived 30% of it. And it means we have invented ourselves many times and changed many times. We've never pivoted, but we have been always um, challenging ourselves. Yeah,
0: and listening to the feedback and yeah. making the app better. So the last question for Celine, um, what are the plans for the future?
1: Uh, growing. <laughs> Clearly growing, we have a massive ambition. Uh, we want to be a global solution, provide cool services, cheap services for both and MongoPay. It's really to be global, um, to um, st- still build a happy company. I really, it's really important for me that uh, our customers are happy. Our users are happy, our employees are happy, I am happy. I mean, you, you spend 10 day, ten hours a day at your work, so at least you want to do this for good reason, for making your clients happy, for being yourself happy. So, yeah, it's, it's growing fast and doing it the right way.
0: Well, what's the key to happy employees?
1: What's the, sorry. the key
0: to happy employees?
1: Um, hmm. I think it's about... Um, it's it's really the value of your company and uh, how how you want to make it. Um, and for myself, I want them to learn. I want them to be challenged all the time. And I want them to um, behave with a team uh, in mind always. So those are the
0: values you're looking for when you hire? Yeah, clearly. Brilliant. Brilliant. Céline, it's been beautiful. I am so thrilled to have you on the show. Thanks for taking the time out and your busy time with the launch of mango, pe- sorry, of lychee in, in the UK and, and around the world. So uh, thanks for coming on the show and look forward to doing some canute, uh in the future. Thank you very much for your invitation. Thanks for having listened to this recording of the Minter Dialogue Show. You'll find the show notes on themindset.com. That's mindset with a Y, where you can also sign up for my weekly newsletter at forward slash subscribe. If you like the show, please do rate it on iTunes. That really makes my day. Happy trails and enjoy Josh Sachs'
2: Painted Fingers. Oh, fill me with all your colors any different way To rid me of the gray And heal me with all your imperfections That you mention in your lack of